Let me take a minute and talk to you about Boyer's Coffee. What's better than a steaming cup of hot coffee to start your morning, right? Not much, especially when that cup is filled with Boyer's Coffee. Boyer's has been roasting coffee right here in Colorado since I was a wee tot. I think it's 1965 when Boyer's started, and they've perfected that smooth taste and rich flavor. Top-selling coffees, including Rocky Mountain Thunder, which is intense and smoky, or maybe you'd prefer the Denver Blend, which is sweet and smooth. Or, if flavored coffee is your thing, how about the popular hazelnut and French vanilla flavors? At BoyersCoffee.com, you're guaranteed to find a coffee that you will love. You'll also find specials on the website and even unique recipes, including a mocha morning smoothie, which I've actually tried, and it is absolutely delicious. So, so... Check out BoyersCoffee.com or head to your favorite supermarket, Costco, Sam's Club, or Walmart to find the Boyers flavor of your choice. Boyers Coffee, a proud Colorado company. Time to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, Lifetime Windows and Siding. I've talked about them forever. Are you thinking about making a change to the windows that you may already have? Or maybe you want to replace your home siding. Well, that's where our friends from Lifetime Windows and Siding come in. You can absolutely count on their experts to guide you to find the replacement windows, siding, and doors you need to make you and your family as comfortable as possible. And by the way, look great at the same time. Just go to LifetimeWindows.com to not only look at all the high-quality windows, doors, and siding, but to schedule a free expert consultation. You'll be connected to a pro that can answer all of your questions and make recommendations based not only on your style, your budget, but also the climate you live in. And in Colorado, we all know that that's important and that's dry. What's also important is longevity, integrity, and warranty. Lifetime Windows and Siding products stand the test of time. They pride themselves in being an honest company and their warranty lasts a lifetime. So head to LifetimeWindows.com to transform your home with the ones you trust. This week on the Dave Logan Podcast. He's got a different way of doing things. Coach Prime. But that's okay. It's probably different than most people. Dave talks about the spring game and recruiting priorities. Even though this is a small state, you got to lock down the state. Plus the Nuggets. I would expect them to come home against Minnesota and put them out of their misery. Avalanche. They're better. And who should the Broncos draft? I would look at offensive linemen, particularly at center. This is the Dave Logan Podcast. Welcome to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Bremen, podcast number 165. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm living a dream. How many times when somebody asks you, how are you, do you just lie? Like I lie all the time. Like about everything? <laughs> no, but how many times when somebody says to you, how you doing? Well, it depends well, on who have... it is, right? If it's a guy yeah. standing behind you in the Starbucks line, uh-huh. you probably, first of all, assume that he really doesn't mean it. He's just, he's just he being really cordial. Like, hey, how, how, you, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. How you doing? I mean, don't, don't we all answer like that? Yeah. I'm just, it's just so easy for it to come out. Like, I'm great. I mean, I am pretty good. Aren't you, aren't you great more times than not? I am, actually. Are you? Yeah. You sure? For sure. <laughs> Living a dream. Okay. Absolutely. So I texted you this weekend. I try not to because I know I'm limited. I'm limited with you. I don't want to bug you too much. You know, the once a week is about all I can tolerate. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Except for sometimes during the show, I'll text you. You know that. Yeah, with various ideas. Various ideas, yeah. Tell him to shut up. 
Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. anyway, so I was watching the spring game, which I didn't have any plans on doing on ESPN. Yeah. Um, God, that was entertaining TV. I was out of town. I was in Dallas uh-huh. seeing my aunt and uncle. Aunt? And, uh, aunt. Is it aunt or aunt? Uh, I've used both. Okay. I've used both. But actually watched a good deal of it um, with them. What'd you think? Hey, listen, there were 40, what were there, 47,000 47,000. I'm so excited that everybody's excited. I'm excited <laughs> about the excitement, right? So, yeah, I mean, I think there were some, I mean, it was spring football. You right. know, there were some good things. Um, I think they're going to be fairly talented in the skill position just watching that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they look little to me. Yeah, I, th- I think they probably are not a, how shall we say, finished product up front on either side of the ball. Okay. Um, but um, listen, I, again, you and I have talked about this. As bad as they have been recently, and as a CU alum, watching them last year may have been the single most difficult season. And I missed the two Chuck Fairbanks seasons because I was playing in the NFL. But aside from those seasons, I think last year was the most disappointing uh, and, frankly, embarrassing in terms of how that football team played season that I've ever seen as a CU fan. So you, you knew changes had to come, and I'm, I'm all about it. I'm, I'm all about the excitement. He's got a different way of doing things, mm-hmm. but that's okay. And I'm anxious to see how this thing plays out. Okay, I don't want to be a fun sponge at all because I, I thoroughly enjoy seeing college football um, take some kind of spotlight here in Colorado. Uh, and the, the broadcast was entertained with Chris Fowler and yeah. RG3. I mean, it was all, it was yeah, all fun, right? Sure. And yeah. it's freaking snowing I mean, it's, it's, in the morning, it's, it's right? It's a spring game. It's, spring game. You, know, okay. you know. What I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of is it is just being set up to get completely smacked in the face. Like there's so much attention on this program and he doesn't shy from it, right? Like he's out there wearing a cowboy hat and yucking it up and wearing a t-shirt that's like, I ain't too hard to find or something like that. I, I maybe sports has smacked me in the face so much that I just think, Oh God, Oh God, like all the, you got all this attention now and it could just be a beat down because the schedule is no easy schedule. No schedule is going to be tough. Um, I think. Um, I mean, I, the over and under, I was talking to a friend of mine who was in Vegas, the over and under in terms of wins this season, mm-hmm. this fall, four and a half. So, but they won one game last year. Right. I, I get your point. I mean, stylistically, it's probably different than most people in that situation would try to do. But that's that's the beauty of Coach Prime, to me at least. Yeah. You, you knew what you were getting when you hired him. Yeah. And now after you hire him, to a deal like that, I mean, you're all in. You got to push all the chips in, which means you got to let him do his thing. You can't hire a guy like that and then say, "Hey, listen, we want to modify a little bit, so you know, so let's not do this, 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 and this." Because why'd you hire him? You hired him to generate uh, excitement about your program. Okay, we can check that box. Yeah. You hired him to upgrade the talent on the roster. I think even though they've lost some players, but Certainly, they've been able to bring some, uh, by all reports, talented players in. Uh, and then you hired him to 
win games. So, so they're they've done something here that they haven't done a long time. The um, up there, but you know this administration well. What piece of advice would you give him as he's coaching football in Boulder? Well, first of all, he does he doesn't need my my well, okay. advice. Let's just say he said, Dave, Coach Prime, could you give me a piece of advice? Let's just play that game. Yeah, little piece of advice. I have to think about what I would, because uh, I've talked to him. I haven't, I haven't oh, you actually have? I haven't I haven't met him yet. I guess I've met him talking to him, but I haven't met him face to face. Okay. So number one, he doesn't he doesn't need my advice. Okay. Uh, I would say, you even though even better. though this is a small state, you got to lock down the state. I mean, you've got to you've got to make certain that high school coaches and the the people in the state that care about high school football and the University of Colorado, they know that you're going to do everything you can, your staff can, to lock this state down. You can't win recruiting only the state. It's not big enough. But there's some damn good football players that come out of Colorado every single year. CU's got to get the lion's share of those guys. Now, I, I, you know, I don't know if they believe that. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. But that would, I guess that would be my first little bit of suggestive information. Okay. So we're going to get to the Broncos draft, which is coming up. This week. <laughs> this week. We'll get to that in a second. But let's just do a little ha- fun house cleaning with playoffs. Um, I don't mind that the Nuggets didn't sweep. I mean, it would have been fun, right? But you can, yeah. what the gentleman's sweep, the gentleman's sweep is then, you know, finishing off at home. It's not the gentleman's sweep. Should be the gentle lady sweep. Gen- gentleman sweep means you win in five. Okay, so that would be what it is. That would be they, what it is. That would be if they come back and win back at, in Denver. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's fine. Um, yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't they didn't play with the same intensity level in Game Four that they had in either the two home games or even in Game Three. Um, they they played well down the stretch. Uh, they didn't have a good start. I just, I didn't, you know, watching them it didn't seem like sort of they were in a good place. I don't know. It's hard to figure. This team's a little bit hard to figure. But I would expect them to tomorrow night, as we tape this on Monday, come home against Minnesota and put them out of their misery. I expect the Nuggets to still be in the playoffs by the time we tape next week. Do you expect the Avs to still be in the playoffs? In that there's so many key players not playing. And mystery kind of things going on with the team right now, and and a tough and a much tougher series against the Kraken. They're be- they're better. They're just I mean they're better in Seattle. Seattle plays very hard. Seattle's got good hockey players. I mean obviously um, everybody is in in the NHL, but the Avs have uh, more elite players. They're certainly faster. Um, I think they have they've they've had they've got a better goaltender to tell you the truth. So yeah, I think they'll still be playing. I got to get to this before we get to Broncos. I was watching NBA. I was watching the next game in Cleveland over the weekend. And halftime came on and Stephen A. Smith came on. And, oh, my God. He's going to punch that guy. He's not your guy. He's not my guy. He's not my guy. And like. What don't you like about him? Um, I don't like the he's yelling at me. It's just a, I like more authentic. Like, just be you. I'm not sure that that's Maybe who he he's is. being him. I don't. I don't know. I don't. It, I mean, really? Do you think that guy walks around like this and talks like this all the time? Oh, you you mean his on air? Yes. Persona. It throws me nuts. So I wrote on Facebook, and I never do this. 
I, I wrote, hey, I, I really can't stand this guy, but You wrote that I, on Facebook? I know. It's you so, must have been bored or drunk. One I was of the bored. Two. Um, Had you been drinking? No. Okay. I can have fun not drinking. Okay. Good. Good. So 70 people responded. I said, please, what am I missing? 70 people responded with like their weigh-ins on Stephen A. Smith. And yeah. most of it was negative. He does something to people. First of all, I want to ask you what you think about him. And then I've got a follow-up question to that. Well, I think there, there are plenty of broadcasters that um, when you hear their on-air persona, uh-huh. they probably don't sound like that when they're sitting just having a, having a cocktail with a friend, don't you think? So he's Not bom- too many. He's anymore. bombastic. He's very opinionated. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, made, he's made that shtick into something that, I mean, right now he's the biggest personality on ESPN. Now ESPN's having a whole bunch of um, cutbacks, right? Personnel cutbacks. And there's speculation that the first wave has started, that in the second wave there'll be some personalities. I certainly don't think it'll be Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, I don't agree with everything he says at times. I mean, at times he'll say stuff that I completely disagree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't mind him. I mean, I've come to sort of enjoy his takes. I really have. Um, you know, so if it gets too much, I just flip the channel. So Chris Visser, who's the brother of Leslie Visser. Yes, and he we used, worked I used with, to work with Chris. Yeah, I worked with Chris too. Um, he responded... And he said, what, if, what would your Mount Rushmore of broadcasters be that make your blood boil? Which I thought was actually, we don't have to do the whole, you know, all four of them. But are there broadcasters out there that you're like, ah, because he'd be in my Mount Rushmore. See, broadcasting, I mean, listen. You're too nice people, to do this. No, no, I'm really not. <laughs> um, but, but broadcasting is very subjective, right? There, there are plenty of people that yeah. for whatever the reason, they hear people. I mean, me, whomever, you, and they don't like either their broadcasting style. They don't like what they say. There are times where they don't like if they know what your um, political stance would be on certain subjects, then all of a sudden they don't like your broadcasting style. It's so subjective. It's it's just not black, black and white. So, I mean, to me, I've always said, hey, man, if, if I'm listening to a game, uh, I'm going to enjoy the game, and I, I have learned just to be able to ignore a broadcaster, or I turn the volume down, or if it gets too bad, whatever, I just flip the channel. I okay. just do it. <laughs> who have you turned? I, it's very hard extracting this from you. Who have you turned the volume down on? Uh, who have I done that lately on? Um, I have to think about. Let, let me think about it in terms of who's not who are not my favorite. My You're favorite broadcasters. No, I'll tell you. Okay. I just had. I just spent like zero time <laughs> thinking about that topic before I sat down. Like driving over here, I said, "You know, we're going to talk about uh, who are my least favorite broadcasters," and then it's going to be. Over. So okay. let let me think about it before this is over. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're we'll breaking talk- already. Yeah. Did you want to go longer? Well, no. I mean, I'm I'm cool. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit of the NFL draft. Hey, time to talk about Molly's Wine and Spirits. It's April, and that means a lot of things. Baseball starts, warmer weather, maybe an occasional snowstorm. Occasional. And a discount for delivery at Molly's Wine and Spirits. In April, we're celebrating Molly's commitment to going green. 
For example, did you know Molly's delivery service includes a fully electric fleet of delivery cars? I did not. So why not save some green, as in gas money, with 10% off your order delivery? If you're like us, you'd like to enjoy a refreshing drink after a long day's work, or for me, after doing this podcast with Julie. But who wants the hassle of stopping at a store on the way home, right? You know you don't. Lucky for us, Molly's offers delivery service for their customers in Denver and Greenwood Village, as well as the surrounding areas. Whether you're at work or home, you can visit Molly's convenient online shop to place your order. Depending on your location, Molly's may have your order delivered within the hour. But no matter what, they guarantee same-day service. So what will this cost me? Here's the answer. Not much. Molly's will deliver your beer, wine, and liquor for a flat fee or only $5 with a minimum purchase of $29.99. So make it easy on yourself and make a little bit of green with 10% off your order. Just download the Molly's app to get exclusive offers and discounts and use Logan10 for 10% off your delivery order. Molly's Spirits, delivering Colorado's boozy desires. We're back on the Dave Logan Podcast. Can we determine what Val Nachuskin is doing these days, by the way? Um... That's a little Very bit. Mysterious. You, you were referring to the the mystery things going on. Yeah, something they say uh, something personal. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't. I didn't text anybody that I know that I did. Did you? Mm-hmm. And what they say? Uh, Do you know? I, I didn't get a response. No, I don't. No, but normally I get a response from yeah. a friend of mine in the in the uh, AVS. Yeah, you know, I, the, some of the guys that I was going to text still, you know, work on the broadcast team. And but what I found just maybe, is, maybe, maybe you were their least favorite broadcaster, and they were just muting you via, you, you wanna, via the text. Well, we know that yeah. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> um, I tend to think that that's also how rumors get started, and so that's why I didn't even text. No, no, I'm not. You I'm don't the, even know, right? I'm not into rumors, mm-hmm. but it has to be something. You know, at this time of year, in this situation, all of a sudden, just to just to be gone. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, let's let's just hope that everything is okay. How yeah. About that. Right. Let's just hope that everything. I have is okay. no speculation at all because I have no earthly idea. I really don't. I haven't heard anything. Nope. And nor should we, right? Like, if it's that serious, I kind of feel like. Well, we don't know if it's serious or not because we well, haven't heard anything. But it's got to be serious. Well, I mean, you would think so. Yeah. So we were talking about broadcasters that um, make you turn the channel down, and we have a friend that I don't turn the channel down, but like Joe Tessitore, um, you know, would not be my and, and listen. I'm probably not his favorite play-by-play guy either. Who does he do play-by-play? Joe Joe has done. I mean, he's a really versatile guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he does. He's. I think he does. He's. He's a boxing announcer, oh. but he also called college football. He was calling Monday Night Football. Uh, for a while, and, and maybe it was just uh, you know the pairings that he had in terms of the color analyst. But I would say st- I mean, it's all about your your style. So mm-hmm. if you hear somebody, you know what what exactly that would be an interesting question. If you polled a hundred rabid, let's say NFL fans, a lot of times the announcers they like are announcers that they perceive to have said something. Or like the teams that those fans follow, right? I mean, so fans here in Denver over the years doing radio and TV for a long time, I've heard a thousand fans either on the show I do or 
email or whatever weigh in about how biased Phil Sims is mm. towards the Broncos. Yeah. I hear similar things about Chris Collinsworth. Now, I listen I listen to Chris all the time. And Chris and I played in the league about the same time, and I know him a little bit. I, I find nothing objectionable in terms of his broadcasting style, right? I think Chris, you know, Chris I, w- I would probably lean to listening to Chris more so than Phil, but that's just, that's just me, right? Mm-hmm. But I really, I, I've listened, you know, critically trying to, trying to hear, okay, what, what do I hear now it may it may be that when they do Denver games, of course I'm broadcasting the same game. I don't have a chance to to hear them, but I mean fans in Denver get after Phil Sims and Chris Collinsworth. It's probably a comment they made years ago, and we have long memories, right? Fans, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But you're all, you also, and I and I'm a fan too. I mean, you see things through uh, a bias, right? I mean, you want. If if an announcer, especially a national announcer, his job is not to say only positive things about the team you follow. His job is to critically analyze the game that he's calling. And in doing so, there probably will be things that he will say that you could interpret as being critical about the team you love. So I get that. But, um, yeah, those those guys. Have you ever gotten a text or a – email or a phone message that said, Dave, I can't stand listening to you. I can't stand your voice. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've really? had critical, well, I don't, I don't know if I've had it quite like that, but I've had, I've had, uh, yeah, I've had over, I mean, stop and think about this. You know, I've had 33 years to call Broncos games. Right. So that's, that's a long time. Okay. I say that in that my, I used to work with Kyle Keefe at Altitude and somebody tweeted him that said listening to your voice makes me want to throw babies up against the wall like it was very no that's a tad, was, that's a tad bit personal it isn't like, it Throw babies up against the wall because like i need therapy i don't even yeah, like they were no. very angry with yeah me. yeah no I, I haven't had i haven't had that i just hate your voice to the to the to that <laughs> level um but but you know stylistically or you know whatever okay Will you be doing the – what's K-Way's plan for the draft coming up later we this week? We are covering the draft. Uh, starting when the draft starts, we'll be, uh, we'll be covering it from here. And then Friday, we'll be out at uh, – uh, well – It's not UC Health anymore. It's not UC Health. So who do you, who do you think it's going to be, by the way? Well, it's a, uh, I think UC Health um, basically in a news release was saying that the Broncos – they didn't have the money that the Broncos want. They didn't get down in – in dirty with it, but they were they like, got they got down though they got down they got down they did I they, mean they did every they did everything but say <laughs> can't believe how much money these guys wanted right and you see how that's a lot of money okay they just do so who do you think it's going to be Coors <laughs> Coors <laughs> I'm just trying I hadn't to thought that. about that who let has me, a lot me, of money uh, let me call Pete now my this and this would be an absolute guess. Okay. This would be a guess on my part. If I had to guess on this Monday, the next title sponsor to the facility, mm-hmm. I would say Centura Health. Oh. Do you think Centura is bigger than UC Health? I mean, haven't looked at the books of either, so I don't know if they're actually bigger from a financial standpoint. Look at me in the eye. What do you know, Dave? Do you I, know it's going to be Centura? No, I do not know that. 
<laughs> I don't. I really don't. Okay. You're laughing. You're giving me the devil's eye. Yeah. I guess that would make sense. It's got to be some very, very, very deep pockets. We'll see. We'll yeah. see if that's it or if uh, if it's going to be somebody else. That's a guess. Okay. So draft starts on Thursday. You guys will be in studio. Mm-hmm. The Broncos have five picks. Yep. But they don't pick until 67. the 67th, which is in the third round. Um, how much do you have? Because, God, there could just be so many names at 67th and 68th and then the next three. How much have you are you focusing in on specific players or when you listen to George Payton and Sean Payton, can you kind of pick out, are they just going to go with best player available well, at that position? They all say the same thing, don't they? I mean, every NFL team yeah, they do. pretty much says we're going to go with the best player available, which is we're, kind of what they say. We're not going to force a pick. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think there are a couple of, of areas that, uh, that are interesting. It's a really good draft for tight ends even though they signed the tight end uh, in the offseason. Um, I, I would look at edge pass rushers. I don't think you can have too many of those. I would look at offensive linemen, particularly at center. I do think the Broncos, if I had to guess at this point, will do something at center, whether sign another free agent. Uh, they signed Kelly out of the, uh, from the Seahawks. But I think wouldn't surprise me at all, another offensive lineman. Um, and an edge pass rusher keeps coming up, right? So yeah, at, at this point with them, you know they've been so covert, which I I don't mind at all. I might be one of the only media guys here that doesn't have the red ass in terms of uh, the Broncos really not not doing. I mean, they haven't done anything. No. They haven't had any press conference. Uh, neither uh, the offensive or defensive or special teams coordinators has been formally introduced. To Denver, no press conference there. Three free agent acquisitions. None of those three had a press conference, which normally that's that's the case. But I think this is, and we talked a little bit about this last week. I think this is Sean Payton putting his stamp on things and realizing, like, listen, we're we're going to close this thing down. We talked way too much last year and the year before. Uh, we're not talking. I'm not talking. Coordinators aren't talking. You know the Broncos. Uh, social media department has been really quiet. I don't think that's because, you know, they've taken just an extended vacation. Mm-hmm. I think the word is we're going to get to work and let our work speak for itself. And there will be a time where we will engage once again with our fans. I think there's going to be a new normal in Denver. I don't think that it's just going to, we're going to see this kind of lockdown and then it's going to automatically open up for years to come. While he's never, he's never going to be one of those guys. No. And, and and all you got to do is go talk to anybody who covered uh, Sean Payton as the head coach in New Orleans and go back and everybody here knows, but he is the disciple of Bill Parcells. Go back and ask people to cover Bill Parcells, whether he was the head coach of the Giants uh, or the Jets or the Cowboys. You know, how he was, he, he was okay with the media, but it was on his terms. So I think there will be, I think there will be several things that will be different this fall for us, for members of the media. And frankly, I, I, I'm cool with it. I mean, they, they've, they, they won five games last year and talked the whole year and had social media post the whole year about things that really, really don't matter. Is this helping us win? What I would think would have been one of the thoughts 
when Sean Payton and even Greg Penner took over for the, for the team. Are these things helping us win? If the answer to that is no, then let's get rid of them until we get the people that we want in here and the direction that we want to establish uh, set to go. I know that Bronco fans are, um, we're kind of getting older and older, some of us, but that reminds me of how Dan Reeves ran it. Like he, I, I don't, he was okay with the media. Well, that's before, I mean, I, I mean, he, he see, when Dan took over, I was still playing. So I don't know how those first few years went. I remember I was interning, and I was like, "Oh, I better be you, like you better." Yeah, have Dan a wanted good Dan wanted things. In. Listen, Dan, Dan. Uh, every NFL team wants to control the narrative about their team. They want to control the local media, and as best they can, they want to control the national media. They just do. That doesn't mean we're not friends. You know, I've got many friends to work out there, but I, I, I know, I know what's up. I know you know, how things work. So in that regard, Dan, I think, um, and Sean and other coaches, they, they want to make sure that the message is coming from one person, not necessarily one person, but the message is uh, fact-based and we don't talk as much about ourselves as we have in the past. To your point, and I wanted to bring this up anyway, so last week um, both George Payton and Sean Payton met with the media, and George Payton brought up that he, he enjoyed his first two drafts here, but now with Sean, it's definitely taken on a different look. He said we've enhanced it. Now that, I guess you could, it's just become more hardcore. He said he, he's sitting in on all the meetings. He sounds like a scout. I mean, he reminds me a lot of Nick Saban. Like, I think he's... You're getting a guy that wants his hand on, and that's a big thing to have. You should have your hand on the draft, right? And I only think, I think as a person, uh, a Bronco fan or somebody that wants to see the Broncos to do well, that's only going to help when the coach is that invested and also another voice than just a George Payton and maybe some of his scouts. Cause that obviously didn't totally work. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't hire a guy for a hundred million dollars without understanding what that guy is about before you bring him in the building. And Greg Pinner and Kerry Walton Pinner and others that were involved in that search, but ultimately it came down, Greg was the, uh, was the final voice, I believe. Um, he did his homework. He, he talked to a lot of people around the league, a lot of people about the various candidates and the different strengths they have and the characteristics. And he, Greg Pinner was the guy that talked about changing the culture, talked about this hire with Sean Payton will be good for our culture. They've talked about that. Well, what exactly does that mean? I mean, work ethic is part of the culture, how you treat people out there. Do you love football? Are you a guy that is accountable? Can we count on you? Um, there's all sorts of things. And sometimes you have to break things down and then you know put them back in position to build them back up. To get to where you want to go, but this is not this is not surprising. Sean is going to have, um, I mean, it has not been announced, but I think it's pretty clear Sean's going to have the final say on the draft. I think those two talking about Sean Payton and George Payton, spelled differently, uh, will work well together. But ultimately, if something happens and they get crossways on a guy and they cannot make a decision. I do believe, and again, this is conjecture on my part, I think it'll be Sean that ultimately says, listen, I get it. I know who you like. 
But in this case, I feel strongly about this guy, and we're doing that. Just the addition of Sean Payton alone, how many more wins should that be for the Broncos? I think they're a 10-win team. Um, and, so five more. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you why I say that. Because they, they will – I mean, there were times last year, there were many times, they did not look like a professional football team. There were times they did stuff that you, you – in, in calling the games, watching the games, whatever, listening to the games – um, you watch what they did, and it just made no sense. It just was not. It was not something I could ever quite figure out. And even playing like that, historically bad on offense, they won five games. So, and there were three games that were right there for them to make just reasonable I'm not talking about great plays, just reasonable plays, and they win the game. They they should have beaten the Jets, and the Jets got off to an eight and three start. Had that game won, you just got to make a couple of plays. They didn't. They should have beaten the Colts. They gave that game away with decisions that still to this day you scratch your head like hard, like hoping to, you know, bleed from the scalp hard. <laughs> Like, what, what are they doing? <laughs> and so I don't think they'll make those kinds of decisions. What was the third one? You this said, year. You said three. Uh, the Raiders game. Oh, the Raiders game. Yeah, okay. Raiders game. With Seattle, also they had a chance, right? Yeah. I mean, that was just, uh, I mean, you fumble twice inside the five. On yeah. one, one time because you're changing the play. You're changing the play at the line of scrimmage in a place that, you know, I've probably lost – some ability to hear because how loud it was like for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, are you laughing now? So, um, no, it just, yeah. so, so I think, I think he inherits a roster. It's not a finished product, but it's, it's got a pretty good nucleus of players. And I do think one of, one of the reasons I'm optimistic about this year, I think Sean Payton will be really good for Russell Wilson. You and I talked about it in January. I said, I think Russell Wilson will come back. To camp, when he comes to training camp, it'll be 18 to 20 pounds lighter. He's already like 15 pounds lighter. So, and he's going to be coached. Um, and I think we'll play much, much better than last year. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much should we give a crap about this draft, given that if they don't trade up? Well, I mean, it, it's always kind of interesting because you want to, you want to, uh, you want to add to the, the nucleus of your team. So you can get two guys in the third round. You can you can you should consider both those guys. Both those guys should be be starters on this team. Maybe not this year, but like in their second year, they they both should be starting. All right, and so you can you can really add some pretty good players. You don't get the first round and the second round picks, but um, you can add good good depth and third round guys, even fourth round guys to a certain extent. Those guys should by year two be starting for your football team if you hit on those picks. I just hope for your sake, as I let you go, that no game this season makes you want to stay up and scratch your head. To the point that it bleeds. Yeah. I just don't wish that for What, you, did you friend. watch them last year? I, I did. Did, did. Did you not like you know, want to rip your eyeballs out? <laughs> I mean, seriously, with like your index finger? Just like reach it right into the corner of your eye as deep as you could and just pull and then just pop that baby out and then put a patch over it and go on from there? I mean... They, they did some stuff, you're like, <laughs> what in the holy hell 
is going on here? It did, it did not look like, at times, NFL-caliber stuff. I mean, so didn't you have one of those? Don't you uh, ever have one of those? I do. I do. I don't know if I – but I didn't have to do it There's that old boyfriend in the past, you know, what, whatever uh, his name was, Clyde or – Yeah, it was Clyde. I think it was Clyde. Oh, God, Clyde. Hey, Clyde, didn't you want to rip your eyeball out after Clyde – Not my eyeball. You know, ran over the – whatever he ran – no? I don't want to talk about Clyde anymore. Okay. It brings up bad feelings. Yeah. See you next week. Au revoir. Wait. Before we go – Looks like Aaron Rodgers has signed. This is officially done. The longest deal. I mean, we've been talking about this forever. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Um, not that it's any surprise. We've been talking about this for a long time. So the Jets and the Packers swap first-round picks this year, right? So the Jets um, the Jets will get pick number 15. The Packers get the Jets pick at 13. Mm-hmm. Packers also receive a second-round pick which is before uh, second round number 42, a sixth round pick. And this is the interesting part of the trade. And a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first round pick if Rodgers plays 65% of the time. Jets also get a fifth round pick uh, this year. So you know that Rodgers, unless he gets hurt, is going to play 65% of the time. And what the Jets, I'm sure, are saying there is that's fine. Um if it moves up to a first round, it's not going to cost us much because the Jets figure now with Rodgers, they're going to they're going to be a playoff caliber team. And Nathaniel Hackett, and there's finally a homecoming. Or yeah, a, right. He's that got to be happy. Happened. Oh my God, he's got to be thrilled. Yeah. What we thought might have happened in Denver. It's a bounce back year for Nathaniel with the Jets. I would hope so. Right? I would hope so too. You know what? And I like the duty. I mean, I think he's a good. I think honestly, this will sound crazy. Just sitting talking to him and watching some of the stuff that he did, talking about it. It made sense. He's got a good football mind. It just didn't, for whatever the reason or reasons, and I think there were plenty, it just didn't work here in Denver. Well, I will tell you, I'm not sure. I don't want to go into another podcast, but he might have to change his demeanor when he's in New York, right? He's not going to be in front of the media. You're never going to hear from Nathaniel Hackett. It's going to be Robert Sala. It's going to be, I mean, maybe he does one press conference Mm -hmm. a week. Mm -hmm. He'll answer, you know, questions about the offense, and that'll be it. All right, way to shut me down. See you next week. Okay. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is pulling you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available. And if you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code LOGAN, my last name. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your your favorite players. They really do it all. Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boost. New boosts are posted every single day for all the biggest sporting events. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. It's really easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want to. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code LOGAN, L-O-G-A-N, when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code LOGAN to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.